This is your host, Sam Jarocki from J-Rock Lawn Care and Gardening. Speaking about all things lawn care, garden related and business wise, whether you do this at home for a bit of fun or if you're trying to break into the business, sit tight and enjoy the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Total Lawn. Total Lawn provides scientifically engineered lawn care products to homeowners, hobbyists and lawn care professionals. Their range of fertilisers and biostimulants will keep your lawn looking lush, green and moss free all year round. I use Total Lawn products for my customers and on my own lawn and I think you should too. The team at Total Lawn put quality above anything else when they're producing their lawn feeds. They use ingredients that are rarely if ever used by their competitors to give you the best lawn possible. Try Total Lawn today at totallawn.co.uk and use code JROCKLAWNCARE at the checkout to receive 10% off your whole order. Total Lawn are so confident in their products that you can use them on your lawn and if you're not happy with the results, you can get in touch with them up to 90 days later for a full refund. Go to totallawn.co.uk and transform your lawn. Good morning everyone and welcome back to another J-Rox Lawn Care and Gardening Podcast. So here we are on episode number 42 titled Increasing Your Prices 2022. And the reason why I'm going through this is quite obviously just the way the world's going so not only is this really prominent on probably you know every other year that we've been through but I think it's prominent on this year even more just because everything that's happening in the world you know the economy is getting absolutely shocked and I'm I'm almost certain that we're going towards another recession so this is really sort of at the forefront of my mind and the reason why I want to sort of cover it is because if it doesn't affect you now, everything that's going on, and to be honest, I haven't seen it so much with clients, but I think it's going to be before the end of the year. So I think it's important to start reviewing these sort of problems, viewing everything that's sort of going on at the moment in time, everything that we're seeing, and from there onwards, you know, to almost preempt the move, preempt what's kind of happening at the moment, what we think could be, you know, the worse or off stage, you know. And if we can do something about it now, getting ready for that point, then what it does is it puts us at like sort of one step ahead. Um, just in case anything does happen and things start, uh, you know, get just too expensive. So that's why we're talking about the price increases. But like I say, y- you as a scope might review your prices every year anyway. You might be first year in business and trying to find your prices. You might be just trying to wonder about, you know, simplify everything. And if not anything else, you know, everything I try to get across to you is, and sort of talk about, I try and do it in a, in a more simpler manner, and hopefully that kind of comes across. So today I've got some sort of uh, statistics across the board about how things are rising by like how much roughly in percentages, and also my prices, where they're currently on now, the changes I've made at the moment, and basically where you could go from from there, quite honestly. So Starting off, as we always do, I just want to talk about on the reviews on over on iTunes. So, to years that I've been listening for for absolutely ages now, and to the new listeners that are coming in, if you can, the best thing that you can physically do is say thank you for any of these podcasts is just by jumping on iTunes. You don't even need to make an account. You just need to find J Rock's Lawn Care Garden and Podcast, and just give it a rating. You don't even need to write any words, but if you want to give, you know. Your, your, your thoughts on it, then that's even better. But over the last um, 
two weeks or so, we've got another few reviews through, so I'm just going to read one of them at the moment. So the first one is from Love Garden and Tina, um, titled Best Garden Related Podcast, and it reads, So please I found this podcast. As a self-employed gardener, it's great to listen to, both for long care advice and business insights. When you're self-employed, there's not really anyone else to discuss ideas and problems with. And it's really reassuring to know that issues that I've come up against and been overcome by other gardeners highly recommend this podcast. Great job. So thank you very much for leaving that, Tina. It is really appreciated. Um, And this is fantastic. And this is what I mean. You know, one thing that we don't have in a lot of, you know, a lot of these cases of people that are in this industry, in this trade, is that quite often not you are by yourself sole trader. And... That's fantastic and it's a great way to go, but what you do get is that loneliness of, you know, all the decisions are in you, all the thought processes, all the business moves, all of them come down to you, no one else. And that's really why I do this, quite honestly, is to be able to discuss things and have almost a partner in the year where you can discuss things, hear about things, you know, leave me comments, then get in touch with me afterwards and talk things through. And it's not just me. Like I said, we're a whole community, so anyone else that you also want to get in touch with and talk things through, hopefully this adds to the community or give a talking point that you can kind of share it and hopefully not only improve what you're doing, but just know that you're on the right track. Or you might even hear something that I'm doing and you you disagree with it, but it could bring another thought to mind that then sort of takes you forward. So hopefully that's, that's where it sits and that's only where I hope it could sit. But no, thank you very much for leaving that, Tina. Um, going forward here so it's very important because price rises and like what's happening with the fuel you know you've got your mortgages going up you've got gas electric you've got the price of living it's all on the up right and this is why I'm saying about price increases because when everything's going up around you if you don't make a move somewhere and your services just stay the same there's only one place profits going Okay, and it's coming out of your pocket in a sort of bills and the rest of it. Because the way you've got to look at it is if you haven't upped your prices in three years and you're really proud about that, fantastic. But the cost of living goes up a percentage every single year. It doesn't ever, as far as I'm aware, just stick at 0%. Everything goes up, whether it's milk's going up by, you know, 12 pence or is it whatever it might be. When it's going up, it's coming out of your pocket. So when you're paying yourself that wage, you know, more of your money is now going towards these these other daily things. So the only way you can make more money on what you're doing is upping your business costs. You know, it's just something that, although it might be hard to do sometimes, and you might have clients that you really struggle with, and you don't think they'd be too happy about it, at some point, it's going to show that they're the clients that you don't want. And from what I've spoke to everyone that's been in the business for quite some time now is that they've slowly whittled away the worst sort of clients. You know, you want to continuously try and improve and just make things more efficient. And by doing that, it'll put you in a better place. So when we hit things that we're going through this year, your clients are going to stick with you. They're going to be good peers. You know, they're people that you can trust. And if something does come up where they're not happy with prices anymore, they're probably going to tell you first, not just bin you off, you know. So this is why it's all really relevant. And I mean, 
you might have noticed it with your clients already. This year, I haven't so much seen it. I mean, we're still very early on. I think we are in the early phase of we're aware of what's happening. We can see that fuel prices are going up. We can see that the cost of living's going up. But we're not doing too much about it yet because it's still you can still almost have your hands on the reins. And but you, you might notice your clients doing different things. So the frequency might be changing. They might be asking for different or instead of weekly, you know what, we'll just go fortnightly this year. Or one of my clients, for example, turned around a couple of weeks ago. And I'm not saying it's because of this reason. I never got the reason out of that, but they got in touch. After I said the first cut of this year is on X day, the first thing that they replied, replied with was, Hi Sam, any chance we could change it to th- every three weeks that you come for a cut? And, and straight away I, I said, no, I don't offer anything less than fortnightly. Are you still happy to go ahead? And luckily enough, they came back and they said they were happy. But, you know, this is one of them gardens where you go in and during the main growing season, you can easily empty the bag four or five times. You know, the the brown bins that they've got are too small for the size of the garden. I mean, even, it was actually the house I went to yesterday, what would have been on a Friday, and even just then, first cut of the season that I went to, they already, the type of people that, the bin was already three quarters full of stuff, so, because you emptied the bag, what neither the would have been three times yesterday, you know, wasn't doable, so things like that, it kind of puts you on longer, and it takes more time, and time is money, as people like to say, so, but them clients were thinking already, how can we change it, you know, and make it less, so everyone's looking at, is there ways that we can, change services or as a way that we can cut bills do we need to still be watching netflix do we need to be doing that and you know we're on that spectrum we're a service at the end of the day and when it really comes down to it a lot of these clients could if they wanted to go buy a mower for 200 pound and just do their own gardens or you know whatever it might be if it was border maintenance or whatnot so whereas when we went through lockdown and we all found that really surprising turn of we never sort of lost work. There was more people around wanting things done and they had the money because they weren't driving anymore and they wanted to push on services because they wanted to enjoy more but do less. This is kind of now the other side of that where people are now having to drive back to work. The price of fuels also shot up. I mean, for example, for fuel for me, I it takes me around about, it was about £82 to fill the Transit Custom. What I thought was was fine enough. I was happy enough with that. Filled up for the first time after all the like the mass increases that you see in fuel run one seventy one seventy three up where I am, and you know it's over a hundred pound now. So although that doesn't seem much, but if I'm now paying an extra twenty pound almost every time I fill up, that's going to start adding up. For some of you guys and girls that are out there today that do a hell of a lot of driving just because you might be in the sticks, you might have to, you know your city the way that your layout is you might have to just do a lot of driving in between jobs if you're now doing that you're probably looking at anywhere between 50 and you know a couple of hundred pound extra a month just on fuel covering your driving fuel plus your equipment fuel if you're doing that you know who's now paying that 200 pound you are it's coming out of what profits you would have and you're the only person suffering from it so i think we're in a prime position to start offering it and I, I mean I've had this conversation with a few people now and 
I was kind of saying what I've been doing, and then he was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. So he got in touch with two clients that were, they were next, well, more or less next door to each other, but they were a good, like, half an hour away. The whole plan, eventually, is that this person would hit hard in that area and try and get a lot of customers in a very small area, half an hour away. And so he thought, you know what, I'll just do it. And he got in touch with both. One got back and said, they were absolutely fine with the price increase. I totally understand. Price of fuel's going up, blah, blah, blah. And the other person came back and was just really snotty about it and said, oh, well, I'm sure I could get someone else. You know, it must take around half an hour for a cut. Someone else that will um, work for £50 an hour, blah, blah, blah. And there's just some clients out there that will think, no, I'm already paying you so much money. I'm not going to go up anymore. But even if that's the case, you need to be... I And I'm not telling you to just go out there, smash all your prices up by loads of money and, you know, try and take all your customers for a ride and be willing to lose all the work. I'm not trying to advise you to do any of that. You need to sort of take in this information, work out what works for you, scope how your clients are and make, like, proper decisions based on proper information that you've got from a few different sources and you know it needs to be an educated decision because at the end of the day you don't listen to the podcast push it out there and go nice one sam you know i had 100 clients and now i've got 20 you know what i mean that would be a huge loss rate so that isn't what i'm telling you to do so please don't think that for one second but what i'm trying to get across is that people are making moves at the minute and there's clients out there that won't accept it and there's also people out there that won't even try and offer it for the for the fear of losing and that's why I'm getting on to you here, and I would just basically want to talk about it. So, I mean, the, the, the items that I've noticed that are currently going up in the world right now and um, that affect us are things like selective and non-selective herbicides. Now, I, I don't buy that in myself in bulk, but I do know that some places I'm pretty sure are saying that Roundup is in and around, you know, the 40% increase compared to this time last year. Um, you you know you can tell me that I'm I'm wrong about that, but I do know it's went up a hell of a lot. So if I use that or spraying several times a year or a couple of times a year, and you're doing it on commercial sites and all that, that you know that's a big increase, especially if you're putting that much literage through in sort of the jobs that you're pushing out. Fuel is obviously the main one. I mean I think last year we were up here somewhere one thirty, one thirty eight something like that. I think our fuel prices were. We're now sitting around 173 with our like SO garages. So like I've already obviously touched on that, but that's just, it's huge, you know. That sort of thing that can almost take 100 quid off you each month for doing the everything exactly the same. You know, that price needs to be covered somewhere. And you might want to take 50% of that hit and go, right, I'm going to spread, spread the other £50 around from my other 30 clients and that's going to be my price increase if that was the only thing. Then you do that, you know, if that's where you where you're currently sitting. And equipment, you know, every every year new equipment comes out, it's usually that little bit more expensive, and that's going up as well. So if you're reinvesting and you're growing your business indefinitely with all this driving around, then it is definitely something you should be looking at. So some things I just want to push out here, some statistics. Um, all these are either from BBC or the National Statistics. Um and here we go. So houses have went up by 10.8% from this time last year. Okay, so 10%. So if you're even a, 
I'd, personally at the moment we're looking at if we can buy a house somewhere else if you know stay within my service area but just get something slightly bigger but houses have flew up you know and even it's saying 10.8 percent and that's all well and done but you want a house that's let's just say 250 grand right that's 10 percent higher than what it was this time last year that's probably going to either come down at some point or you're going to bear the highest point on that house you know so 10.8% is flow up you've then got to decide if you can move into it when you when you do i mean the prices around that surround all of that is massive as well state agency fees and all the rest so if you're in a process where you're doing all this this growth procedure in your life then it is enough to kick you in the teeth uh, national insurance up by 25% as of the 6th of april this month Right, so extra 25% we're paying towards the tax man there for the national insurance. In the last 12 months, we're looking at a 6.2% on average of inflation. That's at a 30-year high. And we could be looking as high as 8.7% in the last few months of 2022. Well, actually on a 40-year high as well. So, there's, you know, the numbers speak for themselves. I, I don't need to hop on about how much things are really going up because that's all you know that. You know, you can you see not in the news daily, and you're seeing it in your own pocket. What's actually happening? So that's just a few statistics on it, and sort of relevant ones that I can sort of find to bring forward here. But I'm just want to quickly talk about before I speak about my pricing and how much I've been sort of charging and where my prices are at. But as you know, I'm very open about. I just want to talk about a little um a little increase guideline to try and open it up to you a little bit more, and. It's this, right? So if you've got a hundred clients every two weeks, say, and I'm just using round numbers here to make this easier, um, and you're twenty-five pound per cut. Let's say that you're only doing grass cutting, but this stays relevant for whatever you're doing, and you're twenty-five pound per cut, right? That's two thousand five hundred pound you get every two weeks. If you up your services by two pound fifty, so it would make it twenty-seven pound fifty per cut, right? You could lose nine of your clients. So you could up that, right, and you could expect at least nine clients out of your 100 to drop off and you would still make the exact same amount of money, okay? So as you know, if you lost nine, that's 9%, so you can lose nearly 10% of your current clients through that small increase, that's if they were just the services, and you would still be making the same money, but you'd have 10, nearly well, you'd have nine houses less to drive to. So it really just shows a very small increase and you think, what's the point in raising it a pound, a two pound here? The point is, is because across all of your clients, that soon adds up and it's quite easy to forget that sometimes. But just by that small increase, if you lost no one, for example, you're making an extra 250 pound every two weeks. That's 500 pound in a month through one, two pound fifty pay increase okay service increase so that's just trying to get it across to you that you know this is a time where if you are a bit worried about what's coming then inflation rates going through the roof the price of fuel going up and um, then you should definitely be looking at this and the reason why i think it's prime time now is we just hit our financial year there so we're now first of uh first of april's just behind us now in the new financial year it's a great time to be able to push out and say as we are now in the new financial year, we are now going to be looking at a service cost increase of, you know, and whatever you're going to be doing. And you might not want to do this with everyone. Personally, I haven't. 
So I'm not sitting there with 100 clients. I've got just under 20 on the books. And for myself, I don't need to up every client because some of my clients are already sitting in a very good position with what they pay. You know, I've priced some of them really well over the last sort of 6 to 12 months and I'm happy where they are. Okay, I don't need much more. But then there's been others that I've done one by one. I've looked through my clients and thought, right, is there any movement there? Right, well, it actually takes a lot longer than I thought when I first booked it. So that needs to go on an increase. This person actually lives 15 minutes further than anyone else that I have. And it's a bit of a hindrance, right? Therefore, I'm going to put a fuel increase on them. Okay, and I'm going to up theirs by whatever it might be, 50 50p a mile or something. So you can just have a look through it and then make your changes as you see fit. And don't get me wrong, you might be doing all this and going, no, my clients are all paying well. I'm not going to up the way, uh, the price at all. They don't deserve it. They're doing fantastic. You know, they've stuck by me through thick and thin. You know, I'm going to reward them by not putting them up anything. Good on you. If that's what you're doing, then good on you. Stick by it and stick by your morals because whatever it might be, at the end of the day, you've got to look at you and your business and how that works for you. And for myself, there's just certain area that needs tweaks. There's people that are winning at cheap very early in the beginning. So I've got one guard in that. You know, they've been with us since, you know, my, my first set of customers. And they were £15 a cut at one point. Well, they're now 25 you know. So they've taken nearly, you know, 100% increase on their service price. They've still t- stuck with us. It's one of my smallest gardens, in fact, as well. And what that was is just over time, it's gotten to the point where, you know, them smaller prices, they're just not worth having because I am turning work down weekly you know, through the season that you don't need them lower people and I wouldn't just want to get rid and then replace them. You know, I would rather give them the chance of, you know, this is the reason why I'm up my price. It's now at this baseline. As you all know, my baseline for Moon, what I'm coming on to just now, is £25. So anyone that is below that or would be below that or close to it needs to be really levelled up. And so some of them I have put service charge on the only place where I haven't really changed fuel is if they're all within the same town or city or relatively close by. Nothing's went up there. It's only people that I need to travel, you know, a good bit of mileage to, whether it's 15 minutes from town to town. They're the customers that I'm looking up to for um, for the price increases. But that's where I've sort of looked at it. That's how I've sort of looked at trying to up the prices. And the way I've got my head around it is by that sort of 100 client uh, formula there where a small increase can actually go a long way over that many clients. And you might be sitting there going, Sam, well, I've only got 10 clients, but they're all, you know, three hours here, four hours there, full days here. And that might be a bit different. And what I would say is if you've got a whole lot less clients, then all you need to do is review your clients a little bit more. Have, you know, you should know them by now. You know what, how they'll react to some form of pay increase. You know how much you could up it to. And like I say, if there doesn't need to be any movement, don't. But why you need to preempt it is because if all of this does hit the fan and things get worse in six months' time, if you're still, and I spoke on this not long ago, if you're the person changing your prices in the middle of, you know, fuel being at an all-time high, inflation being at an all-time high, houses being at the all-time high, then you are likely going to be one of the people that they need to then cut off. You up it now, you know, months before you actually get to that stage, 
then the client is already aware of what they're paying. They've had long enough to think about it. They've had long enough to to resource everything and work around it and put money in the right places if they needed to. And you might not be in that cut-off category. So that's why I'm saying do it now because we're on for a bit of a rocky road, I personally believe. And the best we can preempt that, then, you know, even better. But for my price, what I was talking about, I'm somewhere between £25 and £30 roughly for maintenance. So that's really depending on what it is. If there's like different machinery involved and higher costs and everything else, then that of price would obviously rise. But as a baseline, it's £25 to £30. Personally, I'm trying to come away from the, the hourly maintenance sort of work. I'm not getting rid of any of the ones I've got because I'm really happy with the gardens and I'm really happy with how it fits into the schedule. But anyone new that's coming in, they're just getting sort of fixed prices. I'm pretty happy with how I am for now that I can just chuck prices out there and be, you know, beneficial for myself. Hedges, they I like to start them from £100 where possible. You know, if they're a really tiny hedge, if I'm already in the property, then it would be less than that. So if it's a regular customer. But if someone just randomly rings me up and says, Sam, can you come cut my hedge? Um, I've just found you on Google today. Then I will have the starting price in my head of £100. And I'll usually tell the, the client that as well. And all it does is, if it's of any size, it just ensures that for you being on a block period bit of time, that I'm covered for work. As you know, hedges can get pretty big, pretty long. And on some estates and in bigger places, you know, they can rack in, you know, very good money. But in this case, I'm talking about them, maybe smaller ones that is just a divider between two small gardens. And I just start them at £100. And it's quite honestly because that season gets so busy with hedges and it carries us through winter that there's no point me tipping up to a very, you know, small hedge that might only be five metres and four foot high and do it for 40 quid because it's not worth the journey there in half of these circumstances. So hedges start about £100. Loans start from 25 to 30 So 25 is the base cost, but most of my loans are kind of sitting at £30 rate. I've actually only just, this is sort of an example of it all, because I'm at that peak capacity. And this is the other thing to think about when you're playing with your prices, is if you're already at a capacity when you're happy with the amount you've got, you're making good enough money to meet the bills, go out for meals, do whatever you need to do, then you're in a healthy position to charge more. This is when you should be at the point of of trialing. You know, this is your your buffer meter at the top of full, right, to be able to start playing with your pricing when you're already in a happy place. So I actually got a call through earlier on this week, someone in the grass cut. Um, she's partially disabled. I haven't met her yet, but I've just spoke to her. She says she's really struggling to, to do any movement on the lawn. It didn't look in a terrible condition, but she sent me some photos through, and it is roughly around 140 metres squared, but it's on a hell of a gradient. So with it being on this hill, and it does look, I mean, I would love to give you the percentage of the, the gradient, but I just honestly don't know. But it's on this hill, and usually I would, this garden, if it was flat ground, it would be 30. Um, and I probably would have given that price at some point. But because I'm already at that full capacity, and, you know, then I'm in this buffer zone where really, if I really want to squeeze people in, I've got one or two slots I probably could, but that will probably take away from my personal time. 
So on this one, I went in at 40. Uh, so, you know, 10 pound more than what I would have probably actually been happy with. They're very local. There's not much driving at all. They'd fit right in more on my routes that I do. And yeah, straight away, you know, I kind of thought, as I think I do with a lot of things and I've often spoke about, is with pricing, you often jump between prices. Ooh, should I charge 30 or 35? Or this overall job, is that a £200 job or, or could it be 210 You know, And the chances are people don't care that much. There is some people that will on this lower end uh, where you're offering a £30 service. You know, £5 might make all the difference. And so you do need to give it some thought and you know see what the service is. But at that larger end where you're in the hundreds, you know, a five or a tenner doesn't make a difference at all. So if that price point's in your head, always go for the higher one. Because the worst they can say is no, and you can always go back to them and say, is that, Mr. Smith, is this for any particular reason? Perhaps we could discuss the price, you know, and not take yourself down to nothing, but knock a tenner off if that would win the job, if you really want to. But on these smaller levels, it was um, just something that was in my head. Should it be 35, 40? And I thought, you know what, this was all in a matter of seconds. I thought, right, 40 pounds a quote. And I got a reply within 30 seconds saying, that's absolutely perfect. Thank you very much for helping me out. You know, so sometimes you've just got to be confident that you almost need to price every job as if you don't need it. You know, and it's very hard to say that when you're in that growth and that that scrappy, scrappy mentality of, right, I just need to get the work in. I need to cover all costs necessary. I just need to take on the world. And trust me, I get it. And a lot of years we'll sit there and go, I understand it because I was either there once or I'm there now. And so it's very easy to sort of struggle and go to the bottom figure to ensure you get the job. But if you're toying between two prices that are relatively close together, then then go for that higher price and um, just ensure that you get it. So anyway, that is me talked about everything that I can do uh, today on this matter. I just hope that it's give you some form of insight, something to sort of think about in the discussion of where prices are going and if you should up your prices and if you do up your prices how you might go about it and yeah it's just it's maybe not fun weekend listening but I think it's just so important with how everything's going right now and I just want to make sure that if you are in a a situation where you're absolutely rushed off your feet and you're not having the chance to think about pricing then I hope this offers some sort of you know some form of the work to help you make a decision. Anyways, thank you very much for joining us on this week's podcast. Such a weird week with the weather, how it's going, you know, snow's been falling. Temperatures have dropped a hell of a lot compared to the last couple of weeks where I was talking about being sunny and lovely in the last podcast. But enjoy it, get through it, and I really hope that you're enjoying the start of the season and that everything is still going your way. If you need anything at all, feel free to get in touch. The email is jrocklc at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram and YouTube at J Rock Lone Care and Gordon. So take care this week and see you next time.